everybody. Hello. I have a great topic today. Uh, This is going to be fun and I think it's going to really minister some gorgeous things to you. I'm calling this a thousand ways to set you free. And you know, you're a human being. I'm a human being. We've got things. We've got things we need freedom in, things we need freedom from, and things we need freedom to. You know, when you get delivered. It's not just that you're delivered from, but you're delivered to. And uh, wow, this is going to be fun. So I'm going to take you to this one beautiful scripture that kind of uh, started it all. This is from the Passion Translation. It says, Oh, Israel, keep hoping, keep trusting, and keep waiting on the Lord, for he is tenderhearted, kind, and forgiving. He has a thousand ways to set you free, right? And sometimes it feels like, wow, we're hanging on by a thread. And if this doesn't come through, we're going down. And if that doesn't go come through, we're going down. But man, he is not limited. He is the way, but in the way of the person of Christ, of truth that does set you free and make you free. There's a thousand ways to get there from here. He is not hard up. We may be between a hard spot and a rock. We may not be able to see in front of us. We may just be in darkness and seeing no way out. But he is <laughs> he is not hard up. Let's keep going. Let's go to Psalm 107, 13 through 15. This is a Passion Translation. Actually, all of these will be. It says, Then we cried out, Lord, help us, rescue us. And he did. Woohoo! The light broke through the darkness and he led us out in freedom from death's dark shadow. I just want to point something out. This is not, you know, a bad hair day freedom. Like I have a breakout and I need, no, this is from death. Okay. And ultimately, you know, the, the master thing that holds us in bondage is death. So if he's the one that led us out in freedom from death's dark shadow, and I love that because it's death's dark shadow. Death has actually been defeated in the person of Christ, but it is a shadow. Though I walk through the shadow of the valley of the shadow of death, right? If I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, right? So death is a shadow, but it holds us in bondage. He led us out in in freedom from death's dark shadow and snapped every one of our chains. Everyone. What's the chain that's got you like, you know, through the nose? snapped everyone. So lift your hands and give thanks to God for his marvelous kindness and his miracles of mercy for those he loves. You know, since he already loves you, you don't need to convince him to love you. You're not outside the parameters of love. That's impossible. He made you in love. (laughs) You cannot change God's opinion. You may give him the flying finger, but it's irrelevant. He still loves you. You're just confused and in bondage. So that's you for his miracles of mercy. Like he sees the pain and he's merciful. He sees the sin, right? Let me just say sin is, is bondage. Um, and it leads to death. It really does. It is just bad for you. It's a fallen way of being that you violate love towards yourself and towards other people. And when you're ensnared, it's just hell. 
It is just hell. And sometimes we pretend we like it or we're so delusional that we think we like it. No, we're just that that's just an extra measure of healing that needs to happen. An extra le- measure of bondage. Psalm 31, 8, you have kept me from being conquered by my enemy. You broke open the way to bring me to freedom into a beautiful, broad place. Now, ultimately, this is kind of an allusion on one level to Christ being resurrected in the tomb. But because he did that on behalf of humanity, it is our being broken free from the bonds, from the cords of death into a broad and beautiful place. That's your place. It's broad. It's beautiful. There's no constraints. And everywhere you look is beauty. That's yours. Let's go to John 8, 31 through 32. Uh, It says, Jesus said to those Jews who believed in him, when you continue to embrace all that I teach, you prove that you are my true followers. So you know what? If If we follow something, but we don't really do what, what they're demonstrating, we're kind of posers. (laughs) And this is not condemnation, but it is a diagnostic point. Some of us are not experiencing freedom because Christ in them, Holy Spirit is saying one thing, and we just go a different direction. And, you know, that's I'm not talking about eternal conscious torment any of that. I'm talking about the conscious torment that you're having now. That's what I'm talking about. Um, and in Christ, there's no condemnation, but, but there's a lot of conviction. And one of the things that needs to be healed is our wills for us to want to do loving things, for us to want to do loving things towards ourselves, for us to want to do loving things towards other people. And where our will is broken or twisted, we want to do things that are not loving that violate love. We're given one commandment. And when we're to love as he loves, and when we operate outside that, we're operating against design and we are in intrinsic bondage. Uh, And that is how we need our freedom. We need our wills healed. We need our want to healed. We need our, um, our, our minds healed. You know, experience teaches you a bunch of stuff. And unfortunately, a lot of times experience has taught you a boatload of lies. And then in that experience, the lies have been uh, confirmed so that the lies feel so true. But that's where you're in bondage because the lies feel like truth instead of the truth feeling like truth. And that's what needs ministry. That's what needs healing. There's no condemnation in Christ, but there are diagnostic points that say, dang, this is a problem. Let me help you with that. Let me heal that. So we need our minds healed. We need our bodies healed. We need our, our our emotions healed. We need our will healed. Our spirits are like jumping up and down. Our spirits know the truth. One with God, they're not confused. But we're in, in the rest of our being, we have massive confusion and that leads to bondage. Okay. So let me go back to that verse. Jesus said to the Jews who believed in him, when you continue to embrace all that I teach, you prove that you are my true followers. Now, we're not saying this is a performance thing. We're saying out of that place where I'm following God in my heart, I'm not bucking him. I'm not right. And la, 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 I can't hear you, Jesus. I am demonstrating that I'm his true follower. That's the fruit of that. Um, so where I'm not following Christ and he's convicted me, it's like, Catherine, you really need to forgive them. And I just won't do it. <laughs> they don't deserve it. Well, I, I, that's not the point. 
you need to be free. You need to forgive. And as we finally end up like, okay, I will do it. I will do the hard thing that you're at. And I know it's you, Jesus. And you know, they're all areas. We're all growing. For if you embrace the truth, it will release true freedom into your lives. Ultimately, the truth is a person. And when you're embracing him, not running away from him, not, I thank you for saving me, but la, 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 I can't hear you because I don't want to forgive my enemy because I'm right and they're wrong or whatever that is, or because you know what, they, they, they don't deserve it or whatever it is. We're the ones in bondage. He's always leading us into freedom. So with that in mind, let's go to John 10, 9 through 10. I am the gateway. This is Jesus. To enter through me is to experience life, freedom. And I love this next one. Are you ready? Satisfaction. <laughs> to experience life, freedom, and satisfaction. A thief only has one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy. But I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect, life in its fullness, until you overflow. See, that's his standard. So if we're not overflowing, wow, there's more freedom to be had. Uh, let's go to Romans 5, 17. Death once held us in its grip and by the blunder of one man, that was Adam, death reigned as king over humanity. But now how much more as we are held in the grip of grace? I love that. You're held in the grip of grace. So you're not holding on to grace by your teeth, right? You're being held by grace, okay? Are we held in the grip of grace and continue reigning as kings in life, enjoying our regal freedom through the gift of perfect righteousness? So we're perfectly righteous as a gift. We're not trying to get there from here. That's who we are. That is our nature. That is our, as Paul Young says, our ontology, where we came from, our substance in the one and only Jesus, the Messiah. He really did something on that cross that made a difference. You are intrinsically, your, your, your original design is flawless. Our sinful actions don't change our original design. It means we don't know our original design and we are confused and operating out of that confusion. Okay. Romans 8, 19 through 21. I love this. Oh my goodness. I love Romans 8. The entire universe is standing on tiptoe, yearning to see the unveiling of God's glorious sons and daughters. Okay, so entire creation is like, yes, let's see, let's see you unveiled, right? For against its will, the universe itself has had to endure the empty futility resulting from the consequences of human sin, people who don't know who they are. But now with eager expectation, Creation's excited. All creation longs for freedom from its slavery to decay and to experience with us the wonderful freedom coming to God's children. That's you manifested. That's you unveiled. That is your birthright. Keep going. Okay. And we're going to keep going. First Corinthians 6, 12. It is true that our freedom allows us to do anything. All things are permissible. But that doesn't mean that everything we do is good for us. Not everything is beneficial. I'm free to do as I choose, and you're free to do as you choose, but I choose never to be enslaved by anything. So you can choose to go back to the vomit, or you can be like, hell no, <laughs> I'm not doing, I'm not falling for that. I am not choosing to go back from the bondage I came from. Second Corinthians 3, 18, but the moment one turns to the Lord with an open heart, the veil is lifted and they see. Now, this is 
in the context of talking about the old covenant law. But you know what? Whenever, when, whenever it's about a law that's not the law of love, we fall into bondage. But that, that veil is lifted as we turn to the Lord. I'm not saying you're not saved. We're not talking about eternal conscious torment here. Are you going to heaven or hell? No, we're talking about how you experience heaven or hell here. That's what we're talking about. This is where it, it makes a difference. I'm not saying it doesn't make a difference after you die, but you know, you're here now. <laughs> Let's experience heaven on earth now. And this is where you get to impact the most because you unveiled being who you truly are is your greatest place of contribution. And so let's do this thing, right? So let's turn to the Lord in that place of my bondage. I'm turning to the Lord. I'm like, I have no idea. I can't believe myself out of a paper bag. I keep on doing what I don't want to do. And I'm not doing what I want to do. You know, the Roman seven man or woman. Now the Lord I'm referring to is the spirit. So when you turn to Holy Spirit. Where's Holy Spirit? Oh, no, Holy Spirit's inside. It's like Holy Spirit. Okay, I'm going deep. Ooh, there you are. Wow. Hope of glory there, baby. Right there, turning to the Lord right there. And where wherever he is, Lord, there is freedom. Now, where you, I mean, it's God's not everywhere, but you know, a Lord is yielded to. And when and when you have a say a despot who doesn't, I don't acknowledge you you know, and you are your authority. Well, there's stealing, killing and destroying happening. So whatever we're despotic, I know I'm supposed to forgive, but I'm not going to do it. We're despotic here. And there is bondage wherever we're saying, okay, no, you know, I know you say that, you know, I'm healed, but no, I'm not because yada, yada. Well, we're being little despots. Uh, we're beloved despots, <laughs> but we're idiots. Okay, because that yields to bondage and ultimately death. Wherever he is Lord, there is freedom. We can all, this is love this. I love the inclusivity. We can all draw close to him with a veil removed from our faces. And with no veil, we all become like mirrors who brightly reflect the glory of the Lord Jesus. We are being transformed figured into his very image as we move from one brighter level of glory to another. And this glorious transfiguration comes from the Lord, who is the spirit. So Holy Spirit in you is transfiguring you. Listen, as you are transfigured, you are growing in freedom. And in that freedom, you will love more and more as Christ loves. God is all the while effectually at work in you, energizing and creating the power and desire to will and to work for his good pleasure, satisfaction, delight. What is that saying? Holy Spirit is constantly working in you to heal your mind, to heal your will, to heal your emotions, to heal, uh, heal you from the lies that you believe, right? We need our wills healed because that pleasure, satisfaction, delight actually belongs to us. Yeah. Galatians 5, uh, verse 1. At last we have freedom, for Christ has set us free. We must always cherish the truth and firmly refuse. I mean, you be stubborn, baby, to go back to the bondage of the past. Now, this is specifically talking about going back under the law. But whenever you're not under the law of love, you're under some law that will bring you death results. It'll, it'll result in bondage. Skip down to verse 13. Beloved ones. Let's just remind you who you are. 
beloved ones. God has called us to live a life of freedom, but don't view this wonderful freedom as an excuse to set up a base of operations in the natural realm. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Okay, just thought I'd put that. Um, that's the Catherine Standard Version. Okay, anyway, Const- I love this. Yay. Constantly love each other and be committed to serve one another. See, understand this freedom is always in this loving as he loves. And that includes loving you, right? Yes, it does. Uh, for the law can be summarized in one grand statement. Demonstrate love to your neighbor, even as you care and love yourself. So this is about loving yourself, loving others. And that is freedom because why you're being who you were designed to be before the foundation of the world. That is freedom. Uh, one last one. It's just along the same line. First Peter 2.16, as God's loving servants. So you know why we serve. It's not to get brownie points with God. It's not because we're so obligated because we can't pay God back. But what he wants us to do is to love. So when you love, you'll serve because that's what love does. See, it's not the price of admission. It's the fruit of. If I love, it's the fruit of the spirit. Love is the first one. What does love do? Love serves. Yes. As God's loving servant, you should live in complete freedom. Yay. But never use your freedom as a cover-up for evil. So this is the place where we, we start to get confused about what freedom really is. Just because you're not condemned and just because you can doesn't mean you should. And, you know, sometimes in people's, um, you know, if they're walking out of religiosity, legalism, they're deconstructing from religion, all of that stuff. You know, they kind of like, they go a little bit off the deep end because they can. Like, wow, I can see a movie now. You know, I can watch a a non, I can listen to music that doesn't say Jesus in it, you know, and they can go off on the deep end. And, you know, if you linger there long enough, you realize, oh, that's not all that cracked up to be. <laughs> it's really not that fun. I mean, sin is fun for a season, but then bleh, I can, I can get drunk, but then you're going to have a hangover. You know, this is handling our freedoms well. All things are, be- are, are permissible. Not everything is beneficial. We don't want to be ensnared going from the snare of the law to the snare of sin. They're all stupid. So we don't go from stupid to stupid. Let's be stupid and just let's do wise and just navigate the law of love, which is the law of Christ Jesus, which is the law of the spirit where the spirit is Lord. There is freedom and that's your freedom. And he has a thousand ways to get you there from here. So what does that look like? Well, you talk to Holy spirit inside and say, I have this thing. And I don't know how to, I've had it for 20 years and sometimes I do good. And sometimes I, I go back to the vomit or sometimes I do good and you know, whatever, or like I'm never able to do good. Like, how do I get out of this bondage of whatever it is? And he's got a thousand ways of freedom. What does freedom smell like? You know, it could be a, a physical issue. It could be an emotional issue. It could just be a sinful pattern. It could be whatever. Maybe you want to quit smoking. I don't know what your deal is, but whatever it is, that's not freedom. That's not love. That's what he's setting you for. And he has a thousand ways to get you there from here. Sometimes in our learning to trust the Lord, okay, which is really what believing in faith is, is trusting the Lord. He doesn't necessarily reveal it. Can you trust me here? And then we say yes. And then we're like expecting him to show us and he doesn't. (laughs) And there are things he does show us. You know, if you need wisdom, ask for wisdom, you'll get it. 
But, you know, we're kind of on an as-need-to-know basis, and that is an incredibly free way to be. Because if you trust in a God who adores you, well, he knows what he intended you for, which is freedom. And he knows how to get you there from here. And he knows how to get you out of your unbelief. And he knows how to heal a fractured, twisted will. He knows how to heal all these experiences that fly in the face of truth, you know, that where the lie feels true. He knows how to heal your emotions. He knows how to heal your bank account, your body. He's like a redeeming genius. And he knows how to get you there from here. And your job is to do whatever he says, which is the next thing to do. And if he's not telling you what it looks like, it's probably because you would probably feel like you needed to contribute. (laughs) And your contribution is, "Ah, okay, help me to trust you. I'm just going to rest. And when there's something I need to do, you'll come find me. Otherwise, I'm going to rest. And resting doesn't look like, you know, passivity. It looks like I'm engaging in this relationship with you actively. So I don't know how you're going to make this work together for my good. I just know you are because I know you. And that's how he heals us. And then he comes up with this, like, where did that come from? You know, I want you to look back for just a second at the stupid things you were in. I love you. (laughs) We can look back at my stupid things that you were in, you know, maybe in your 20s or maybe in your teens or whatever, maybe in your 30s, maybe yesterday. (laughs) And how the Lord got you through that. Like, you're no longer dealing with that. What happened? God had a thousand ways to deliver you. And sometimes we we take credit and we know there's credit, credit. Like I followed, he led, I followed, you know, I wasn't. Uh, uh, kicking against the goads, right? I wasn't like, wow, 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 I can't hear you. Or I was, and then I decided, okay, maybe I'll hear you. Okay. All right. I'll do it. Right. You know, or whatever. He has a thousand ways to do it. And so just to encourage you in your freedom walk, in your love walk, which is the walk of freedom. God has a thousand ways to get you there from here. Rest, trust. He came that you might have life in abundance to the full till it overflows and empowers you to do it. Love you guys. I hope this is a blessing. Share this with someone who needs it. I know you're out there. Love you. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Catherine Toon. For additional information and resources, please visit catherinetoon.com.